Hello and welcome to this week's Independent Music Podcast. Ten of the best new tracks each week, hosted by me, Anthony Chalmers. And me, Gareth May. Welcome to this week's Independent Music Podcast. We started this week's show with the sounds of Christian Fitness, Stop Feeding the Houseplants. It's just a demo, actually, which is rare for this podcast that we put out a demo. Certainly rare that we start with one. I would say that it sounds like Christian Fitness, right? I don't think it... it don't, Christian Fitness is not some slick studio project of which this is a rough version. That is completely true. It is a demo for the new McCluskey record, which first record in many, many years, which is expected probably late next year. It says here that the plan is to write 14 albums and record the best bits with world-famous recording engineer Steve Albini late next year. So actually, it's probably a 2022 taster, that one there. But Christian Fitness, as Ant says, is... The one-man band project of Andy Falkers from McCluskey and Future of the Left. Some absolutely phenomenal music that's gone through that band camp. Slap bass hunks was a top one. 
Yeah, absolutely. And he just did a campaign to press the first record, This Taco Is Not Correct, on vinyl, which uh, raised 12 grand. Jesus Christ. Yeah. McCluskey fans love McCluskey. I reckon I must be one of the few people in the whole world who's probably listened to more Christian fitness than McCluskey or Future of the Left. (laughs) Yeah, I think mine would be McCluskey first, then Christian fitness, then Future of the Left, although I'm a big fan of all of them. Uh, the song itself, you know, Stop Feeding the Houseplants, so who did it better, Hitler or Twitter, <laughs> which is quite amusing. Not my favourite part of the song. <laughs> no, but it's, it sort of speaks to something else, because I almost played Christian Fitness a couple of weeks ago, because he put out a song, it was called um, Granny Killers, which was, <laughs> which, which was essentially him taking a tweet from Ian Brown and turning it into a song because it was made up of a particularly stupid Ian Brown anti-lockdown tweet. I follow him on Twitter, so I didn't actually listen to the song, but I did sort of follow the making of. Oh, it's so silly. I don't think it's quite right for the pod, but like, I love it. And I was on the band camp today. I was like, oh, where's this song gone? And it's like, it turns out he's now written an EP of uh, songs made up of Ian Brown tweets, which is called The Brown Twatich. <laughs> Which is fabulous. I'm going to read a little description of it. It's like Ian Brown, tone deaf conspiracy theorist with too frequent access to Twitter or skunk adult fuckwit with the grammar skills of an unself conscious gibbon. You decide, brackets, <laughs> it's both. <laughs> so, yeah, so, but just one very last piece. If you do want that EP, it's £2 and 25% of every purchase goes to full fact to quote, help fight the dangerous bullshit that fuckers like Ian Brown churn out. Right. First one from me is by electronic artist Mark Dicker. It's released on uh, Paddy from Nod's Tesla Tapes. Great label. And I really, really enjoyed this. He just sent this along earlier this week. I was going to start with something else, actually, but I felt like it's quite in the same space as the first song. So I thought I'd go for some drones and then come back in with some sort of lo-fi, punky indie uh, later. So this is uh, from a record called Metropolith by Mark Dicker, and this track is called Coarse and Fine Aggregates.
Mark Dicker with coarse and fine aggregates from his record Metropolith, which is out now on Tesla Tapes. Yeah, I really uh, like that track. I thought, you, you know, you hear a lot of uh, drone music and synthesizery stuff, but I felt that elevated itself with a sort of a heaviness and sort of warmth of texture it was grand. Yeah, it's fantastic, isn't it? Tesla Tapes always bring in some good, interesting new sounds. Yeah, definitely from the sort of drone side of things. We played Mark on the podcast at the start of the year, his um, duo with John Doran, sort of essentially like Mark on electronics and a spoken word thing. Ah, yes, I I remember that. I mean, at the start of the year does obviously feel like about 16 (laughs) Yeah, February, March 2020 feels a long time ago. Yeah, remember this year we did a live show in person (laughs) with a crowd. I do remember that occurring. <laughs> Unbelievable. Like, seriously. Mark was also a member of podcast favourite Bruxa Maria before um, he was replaced by also podcast favourite Robbie Judkins, Left Hand Cuts Off the Right, in the same band, also in Pale Horse, who've been seen at Babby Yangas as well. And uh, yeah, generally just a fine London-based electronic musician on a great label. Yeah, and, uh, I did mention live show. If you would like to go to a independent music podcast live show, you can do that this very week on Thursday. This Thursday on Zoom, it is free for all of our patrons and supporters. In fact, you can't even pay to get in unless you are a patron or supporter. It is only accessible to those people who financially support the podcast. So yeah, patreon.com forward slash independent music podcast if you would like to join us. We think... Based on the voting at time of recording, it's going to be about modern classical or uh, something along those lines. I've got a couple of good stuff brewing in my head. I've got, I've got a few ideas. It's not something I'm, uh, it's not my most knowledgeable genre, but I definitely got some great stuff I can bring. Yeah. And I think our patron live shows are super, super fun and probably worth the price of a patron alone. And as well, you get other patron bonuses and you get just knowing that you're supporting us and being part of the wonderful people. And we actually have uh, two new patrons as well. Seems like we, normally we say that later in the podcast, but it feels like it's a sensible time to do that. And uh, so first is uh, Gracie O'Byrne, long-time podcast listener, good friend and great person. And also Tommy Royds, who I don't know, but you're equally great, I'm sure, because you're a patron. Exactly. And looking forward to seeing them all, uh, possibly the last one before Christmas, we shall see. We did actually put Christmas special up for a vote. There's a bit of debate <laughs> on the old Patreon about the validity of Christmas music. Well, to be honest, I actually hope the Christmas one wins just only because of me and Gaz will bring the Christmas fire. But that's it. It's true. Maybe maybe we'll do one around Christmas time anyway. <laughs> we have done a Christmas special before, I'm sure. We have. I was actually going through the old pods on the, I was doing some admin at the weekend on the website and it is up there. So if you search for bonus silly Christmas songs or in your feed, you will come across it. There's some absolute crackers in there. A bit early. Oh, crackers. Deary me. That's uh, that's smarter than I actually am. <laughs> I didn't even get the joke. Yeah, well, well, not crackers. until you already pointed it out. After you, you acknowledged that there was a joke, I got it. <laughs> That's usually how my jokes go. And what I, are you going to play for next? I'm going to play some fantastic jazz for you from Norway. This is a project called The End. Their album, Altar Intet, it's out right now, in fact, on the fabulous Rare Noise Records. And when I first listened to this, I thought... God, this really reminds me of Fire Orchestra. And then I slapped myself on the wrist thinking, 
yeah, Norwegian jazz, mate. You can't just think all Norwegian jazz is fire orchestra until I then realised it is made up of uh, Swedish saxophonist Mats Gustafsson from fire orchestra. and Also, also... Sofia Jenberg is also in fire, exactly. Exactly. You cut me off mid-sentence to, uh, oh, <laughs> of to saying that. So, yeah, it's a couple of uh, members of the 16-strong orchestra also. And fire orchestra are, st- are Swedish, not Norwegian, aren't they? That is correct. Yeah, so uh, apologies uh, for that. But their their second album is out right now. It is fabulous. And I had a really tough time picking an individual track to play. So I'm going to go with the title one. Enjoy this. This is the end. It's out our intent. Thank you. 
of the things I love most about this podcast is how, like, when I've got some great music that I'm planning on listening to and that I sort of forget, and then Gaz brings it to the pod. And I'm like, yeah, I was meaning to check that one out and completely forgot about it. And absolutely magnificent. Isn't it just? I am going to forgive myself for calling them Norwegian originally because uh, where I was getting misconstrued is Arrival Fire Orchestra's fabulous record that you should definitely check out. Came out on Rune Gramophone, the can you say legendary? Probably a Norwegian record label. Certainly been, been going for, for absolutely a million years, so they've got a, as good as any. Exactly. So, but that is the end, the project of Sofia Jernberg, Mads Gustafsson, Kachetil, Moister, Anders, Hannah, Bjorg, Fjordheim. And yeah, the track called Out Our Intet is the name of the album as well as the track. And it is fabulous. Released on London jazz label Rare Noise Records. Oh, nice. Yeah, we have played them before, haven't we? What a coup getting them in. Yeah, I mean, Rare Noise released the last record as well, well, their first record, Svarmod och Vimod, are Vardesinen, which, <laughs> yeah, another acceptable reason for not remembering that name off the top of my head. Yeah, I spent a lot of that song actually uh, checking to see whether I owned uh, Arrival, the last album by Fire Orchestra, realising that I didn't, wondering why that was. And I think maybe they didn't have, when I booked them for the show, maybe they didn't have the record or something and I never mm. got around to doing it. And then Rune Gramophone don't have a band camp. And I went on their website and they didn't have any copies. That looks like they're repressing 2021. Then I was trying to find a decent copy on Discogs and I've got one, £28, including shipping. I think that looks fine. I'm going to wait until this is over, but I think I'm in for it. You're in for it, so unless I purchase it in the meantime. <laughs> but no, I will let you have your wicked way with it. But no, absolutely cracking, isn't it? And the last thing I'll say on it is the whole record is fabulous. It is an absolutely stunning, very eclectic, the, the, the sort of doom-laden bits. There's bits of sort of post-rocky jazz. There's some really... I, I was listening to it today while I was working and my partner sort of shouted across the house like that's really pleasant in a really like sarcastic <laughs> manner because there's just a track of screaming and <laughs> yes uh, but i loved it and i'm sure you yeah. will too if anyone can pull off a track of all screaming it's sophia yenberg yeah you know, she that. is an incredible singer when we did the show with fire orchestra she actually missed her flight and I was it was definitely well up in the air whether she was going to make the show or not. But then she just managed to get one flight afterwards and then just like rocked up, you know, whatever, three or four hours later, but like actually made the show completely fine and was as amazing as you would expect from her. Was an incredible show. Cool. I've got a, a band here. I've got, cannot remember at all where I got this from. I think it might have just been a random tweet from someone and it caught my interest and I clicked on it. So I'm going to play it and then I'm going to find out more about it afterwards. It is The Carbonators and O-Ship. Oh, 
go that is the extremely catchy oh ship by the carbonators what do you think of that gotta be careful on the uh on the naming of that right uh, oh ship with a p <laughs> yeah That's... just to be sure no it was great very like you say like insanely catchy it's cracking <laughs> sort of definitely in the space of yeah the fall and sort of post-punky sort of stuff can po- possibly well, it's interesting that you say that because of the Carbonators were actually formed to support Damo Suzuki in Croydon 10 years ago. That was their first ever show. That was why, for people that don't know, Damo Suzuki is the front man of a legendary German uh, avant rockers uh, can. And he's been on a sort of 
25, 30 year sort of constant tour where he just goes around himself with his bags and it's sort of down to the local promoter who backs him. And Damo prefers it that the musicians are not a, a band, that it's people and it's all improvised and stuff like that. And I've seen gigs with Damo where it hasn't been amazing, but I have seen gigs with Damo where it's been like as good as it gets, like absolutely transformative stuff. Yeah, so also reading here that the Carbonators are part of a Club Soda, which is a Croydon charity that, or not-for-profit, to get people with learning disabilities into the arts. Exactly. No, I was going to get to that. Exactly. So they've been formed exactly as part of this Club Soda to get them playing in, in bands. I've worked with a few people that have worked in projects like this. So there's a fantastic band called Fish Police that sort of come from a similar sort of background. A couple of um, members uh, with autism and some others working with people who have been in some other bands. I've actually seen that on the credits on the band camp for this has actually got um, AJ Holmes, who is a sort of East London musician that I worked with before. He's in this band, AJ Holmes and the Hackney Empire. So maybe he's uh, been helping them out with this but I, the video for this oh ship has got the five of them on zoom playing their parts and i don't see um aj there but no the videos are funny if you want to look at it and it's sort of got a only 91 views on uh, youtube so i recommend you getting in there and seeing it yeah so yep carbonators and i highly recommend if you check out club soda and stuff like that there's definitely been some really awesome stuff going on about uh, get, getting uh, people, it's just because of people learning disabilities, people neurodiverse or whatever, doesn't necessarily mean anything to them being in bands. It might mean that they would struggle in the sort of normal setup, so to speak, without help and guidance getting in there. But once they sort of get in there, they can do some, yeah, absolutely amazing work that might be totally different than someone else might look at it. So yeah, very much into that. Yeah, 100%. I'm going to play some music now from Indonesia. This is from the absolute, can I say absolutely legendary again? I probably can. <laughs> uh, Seniawa, sort of legendary to us, right? The uh, Indonesian duo, a lot of extremely experimental throat singing, sort of doom music. Uh, they collaborated earlier this year with uh, Stephen O'Malley. So Sun is a decent uh, collaborator for them and yeah they've got a release on phantom limb which is very happy with that with that meetup mate like phantom limb just keep churning out the records that from artists i want to hear new music from like when i had my failed attempt to run a record label that's all i wanted i wanted to be able to spend money on putting out music from artists i wanted records on vinyl from and phantom limb seems to just do that for me it's much cheaper for me. <laughs> and on that subject, you know, I mentioned on last week's podcast that we have our uh, T-shirts, our first ever podcast merch. The first purchaser was Andy from Phantom Limb. Is that so, correct? Mate, Ali bought two as well. Fucking champ. Are they still available? They are. They're still available. So if you want to go buy them, you can go in uh, the Independent Music Podcast in 19 languages. You can get it in yellow or black. And right now, yellow is much more popular. That's it. Well, I think we talked about that last week, didn't we, about loving the yellow. But, you know, I do support Anthony in his new career as a clothing hawker, uh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. That's what I do. That's what I do now, gang. Yes. I have plenty of his stuff, and it's all really actually very good quality. And in fact... Mate, I'm, as you can see, I'm wearing my own clothes right now here on this... <laughs> Speaking of Phantom Limb and T-shirts, the Whack Whack Kingdom one has been getting some good wear. It was uh, designed by Kiki Hitomi, and the quality of that is excellent. It has survived washers, which I can't say the same from about 80% of other label and band-related T-shirts. Unlike all the T-shirts that I produce, though, is that right, Gareth? That is 100% correct. Um, Raw Power and the Baby Yaga's ones have been taking a proper pummeling by the washing machine and still 
fit this felt body. Exactly. Only the finest, high-quality T-shirts. And that is what you're getting from our podcast ones. All right, enough hawking. You want some Senyawa? Yeah, independentmusicpodcast.bigcartel.com and now Senyawa. The record called Alkisha, Alkisa probably is out on the 19th of January via Phantom Limb. This is the lead track from it. It's called Istana. Uh...
Just absolutely fantastic sounds of Seniawa. Istana is the name of the track. It's taken from Alkisar, which is what I'm going to go with on the pronunciation of the album. It's uh, released on the 19th of January via Phantom Limb Records. How did you find that, Anthony Chalmers? But it sounds like they've still got Stephen O'Malley in the band. It does, doesn't it? Like, I, mean, I wrote the first time I heard that, I was just like, God, it does still just sound like Stephen O'Malley. <laughs> He's uh, still lurking around. But no comment on Stephen O'Malley appearing on there. But yeah, it's uh, just a no, duo. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Just a duo, Wuki Suryada and uh, Ruli Shabara. It's just unlike anything else, really, that I've heard. Uh, known for performing on their own instru- like homemade instruments, you know, says here, Wuki Suryada performs on his homemade instruments made from bamboo and other natural material. I've seen him play a few times. It's certainly not like a simplistic instrument, like a... What's the Japanese bamboo band, Ajate, who play on instruments? They do Japanese Afrobeat on instruments made entirely from bamboo as well. I think that's the only similarity between those two bands. (laughs) I mean, a collaboration. (laughs) It's a collaboration just waiting to happen. I I miss gigs so much, and I love the times when I've seen Senyawa. I genuinely think if I was teleported right now to like a church of 500 people with Senyawa, I think I would cry. I think I would weep. That would break you. Yeah, I think so, in a good way. Oh dear, after, after such a rough year, you'd break down with happiness. <laughs> uh, what else can I really say about uh, Seniawa? You know, Bima Sakti with Stephen O'Malley on Ideal Recordings out of Sweden earlier this year, which I can't remember if we played or not on the podcast. It sounds like the sort of thing we would play. On the subject of bands that make us cry, I have a band here that have made Gareth cry Oh, life. Yeah, and actually that's on the subject of what you were saying earlier about one of the great things about doing this podcast between the two of us is when someone brings you something that you should have listened to before. Um, Also, I just want to shout out Orange Cliff Records, who also put out a Seniawa release this year. Orange Cliff, a great Indonesian label we've played on the pod before. Insanely eclectic from indie rock to Seniawa. But anyway, Anthony, uh, who makes me cry apart from you? It is... One of my all-time favourite bands, it is Eels. Eels are a band that I'm sure every listener here of the podcast has at least heard of, no, heard of a few songs or something, but I firmly believe Eels to be one of the great bands. Album after album of absolutely amazing stuff. It's not just Electroshock Blues or Daisies of the Galaxy or whatever the ones that from 25 years ago. E has consistently put out absolutely blinding albums pretty much non-stop and he's releasing on his own label now like for this one and the last one i think i basically sort of just forgot his last album or two was on his own label because of you know we, all, we don't play major labels here so actually he's done way more than that so well, the deconstruction was the last one i think the one that had uh, bombs away on it that was also his own label i think it's actually might be four or five that he's done on his own label the problem with his own label and listeners get your podcast bingo cards out here is that he he is fond of releasing on double 10 inch (laughs) oh gareth we're talking about emotional music here we're talking about wonderful stuff we don't need to get into our podcast format talk not now okay okay but (laughs) i concur entirely with you i do love his earlier releases but you know over the last 10 years say some of his music has just been absolutely fantastic and possibly better than certainly some of the earlier records that he did i think 
Blinking Lights and Other Revelations came out in 2005. That's a masterpiece. Shoot and Annie, 2003, also amazing. Hombre Lobo's Killer, The Deconstruction, recently. His book, which is not a recording by him, but his biography is like as good a biography as you will read anywhere. It is heartbreaking, beautiful stuff. It is wonderful. That came out just before Blinking Lights, and he's sort of talking about the record in there, or just after. It was around the same time, wasn't it? It is. If you want a proper page turner, I want to reread it, actually. It's such a great book. We have waxed lyrical about our love of eels here for a bit, and I'm going to play you the, the latest single. And if you enjoy it, I urge you to go back and check out some of their earlier albums because of, you know, eels do have a signature sound and it's all that, but there is some beautiful stuff. I've seen them at uh, the Royal Albert Hall with an orchestra. It was amazing. We went to see them together at Brixton Academy. It was great. I'm sure you went to another show with Justina, which is where the, the crying that you mentioned that we talked was there, I think. We also saw them, me and, me and Justina have actually seen them, well, Eels at Barbican and again at the Hammersmith Apollo. Also saw them there. I think I cried on both occasions, to be honest. <laughs> all right, so here we go. New single from Eels. This is Are We All Right Again?
There we go. It's the sounds of eels, not the eels, as some people think they're called. It's just eels. And it's Are We All Right Again? Eels make me feel all right. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there are two eels songs that make me cry. Which ones are they? You don't, don't want to say? Uh, One out of the two? No, I'll say both. One is Fresh Feeling from Soul Jacker. Is a song that is a song I listened to, a record actually I listened to a lot when I was... Uh, getting divorced and uh top three maybe top one best eels albums well the other song is uh, the look you give that guy which is soppy as hell and uh my partner got me into that song originally and <laughs> there's one that makes her cry it's one that makes me cry which makes us a hell of a soppy couple when we're at a eels show <laughs> but top three records well soul jacker is definitely in there Daisy's of the galaxy is obviously great the Blinking Lights and Other Revelations, also wonderful. But I do want to give a shout out to his last three, I would say. So Wonderful Glorious in 2013, Cautionary Tales of Mark Oliver Everett in 2014. And then he had a four-year gap to the deconstruction, which was his last record in 2018. All three of those are wonderful records. He's got a few in there that I'm not as keen on, but yeah, there's a lot. He's released like 25 albums or something, you know, not for everyone. But no, he's uh, great for the singles. Sometimes albums can be a bit hit and miss. So I'm looking forward to listening to Earth to Dora, which is the name of his current record. I do like actually him in the video, which was what we were just watching, uh, John Hamm starring in the video and a couple of other, there's a chap in there from Breaking Bad, I believe, and also one from Love, the Netflix show, if you've seen that. Oh, really? I only, no, I only recognise John Hamm. Oh, so Love is, so the guy tied up at the end is in Love, which is on Netflix, as I say, which has as a recurring character, Mark Oliver Everett from Heels. Oh, really? Well, fine. I've not heard of that one. I don't really watch many TV series, but if it's got E in it, that might be enough to at least make me give it a look. Yeah, he, he plays a obnoxious sort of LA musician. So I don't think it's much acting involved, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe he's obnoxious. He, uh, by all accounts, he's a lovely man. I wouldn't have thought he's much of an LA guy either. No, but I'm going to play some music in a, a very different area. Uh, this is from Air Max 97, who's a Dutch producer based here in London. It's, from a compilation on his own decisions record called Consequences, and this track is called Triple Pendulum.
So in the blurb for that, it calls itself a unhinged polyrhythmic wiggle, which I think is pretty <laughs> apt. You think? Yeah, well, I really enjoyed it. I don't know if I thought it was unhinged, though. I found like it didn't sound like it was going to go off the rails or anything like that. But it was quite firmly syncopated. Oh, well, it's the sounds of Air Max 97, Triple Pendulum, name of the track, taken from a compilation called Consequences, released on Decisions Records. And what that reminded me of was a record I like a lot, and I don't think many people know, which is the Black Mass Plastics record. And the track particularly called Twitch Pitch, I played probably that I know record it because of you. Exactly, <laughs> I probably played that record on the podcast probably three times in a year because I, I like it a lot, and that reminds me greatly of it. But you know, the, like I said before, Air Max ninety seven, the project of Oliver Vander looked. He's a Dutch producer based here in London. He had an LP come out in twenty eighteen called Nacra, also on Decisions. Most of his releases, unsurprisingly, given it is his label come out on decisions and he's also released a couple on liminal too the compilation is full of really interesting unusual electronic music from across the globe as well you know it kicks off with emily glass who's from adelaide it's got laughing ears from shanghai baby echo from amsterdam loads and loads of people from all over the world and you'll like this uh, air max 97 uh, definitely does a fair bit with aya who you have been Aya has a, a new tune, actually, and uh, I cut it. It was on there, really, until about three o'clock today. So, uh, sorry, Aya, maybe in for next uh, next week. Maybe next time. So, yeah, there you it go. It was good, but it was no delicious. Well, I mean... Not many things are. No, nothing as delicious as that track. It is certainly a favourite for the year as well. Nice. I want to play you a band from Malawi here. It's released on a record label, A Thousand Hertz Records, we played a compilation of music from Belarus a couple of months ago. You remember that one, Gaz? It was like fundraising for dissidents, basically, in Belarus. I do indeed. Yeah, so we, we played uh, Kevin Morph from that compilation that's on 1000 Hertz. Do you remember the track you played from the band Wildlife? Yes, I It was do. one of the weird <laughs> sort of tracks. It was one of those ones where we were like, is this good? <laughs> yeah, I think the jury is back and it's about 80% no and 20% yes, but I am <laughs> firmly in the 20%. Okay, well, Pewter, who runs 1000 Hertz, is yep. in Wildlife. Yeah, I know. Oh, you know that? I didn't know that. I thought that was new information for me today. No, no, like it's a Malawi, a Polish uh, Malawi collaboration. That's the word, yes. Yeah, exactly. It's because of Pewter from 1000 Hertz divides his time between Malawi and Poland. He works as an anthropologist professionally and uh, yeah, tries to work with local musicians, releasing records and stuff like that while he's at it. And Gaz obviously played that wildlife, but I was mainly thinking about them more from the sort of Polish music and the Belarus compilation. But this is something completely different. It is a Malawian drum ensemble called Kukaya. I really like this. This is called Gola Golo, the Sleeker. And it is from the album called Kuyakeya Billy.
I don't know if it's because I've just had a, the second beer kicking in, but that was getting me groovy. That was absolutely brilliant. I agree. That was what uh, pushed Ayo out in the end. That's a, wor- <laughs> a worthwhile, I haven't heard the Ayo track, but that seems a worthwhile replacement. Uh, yes, I was dancing in the background, but mostly to actually scare my cat away, who's been meowing throughout. So you may have heard that in the background. Yeah, Mishka sounds very needy. Track is called Golo Golo the Sleeker by Kuyakea. They're from Malawi. It's all original music, but based on the traditional music of the northern region of the country. Emmanuel Milonga Neguiwa is the uh, band leader. And uh, yeah, thanks to uh, Piotr for sending that to us. He sent that along on the Independent Music Podcast Facebook. If you want to get in touch with us, want to send us music, I left, must have listened to about 50 odd submissions just this afternoon. There was like three or four that I thought were maybe could play them on the pod and got this one for this week. Maybe we'll get another one in the upcoming weeks. We are on all the usual socials, Instagram, Twitter, etc. if you want to follow us there. Yeah, and lots of uh, nice comments as well about our 300th episode, which was uh, very, very nicely received by a lot of people. And uh, I'm sure people are still churning through the four and a half hours of material that went out. And yeah, thanks again to Nick McCorriston, our editor, for getting through more than four and a half hours worth <laughs> of material, that's for sure. Yeah, our friend Mike Hillier, who mastered the Babi Agas compilation and is also a regular listener of the podcast, was just like, man, between the triple podcast and mastering your compilation of like i've only listened to you basically for like a month now you only need me pal exactly he is welcome it's uh, not a bad thing whatsoever well i'm going to play some music now that is on thursday we are doing our live show as we said it's likely to be modern classical there are a few days left on the voting and so it seems apt to play this wonderful new record by david olred This is his third one on Erased Tapes, the fantastic London modern classical record label. And yeah, David Alred, he's from Portland, Oregon. This is his third record for them. It's called Felt the Transition, and this is the closing track from his album. It's called Poetry, brackets, solo piano. Thank you. 
love that sound of a closing the piano or touching the piano or something right at the end. Really nice. Incredible, isn't it? Shortish, but very sweet. David Allred. The track is called Poet Trees, parentheses, solo piano. It's taken from his album that is coming out uh, later in December, 18th of December, called Felt the Transition on a raised tapes here in London. I did a show with him, actually, and guessing it was about 18 months ago. But as was what is becoming podcast bingo, it's extremely hard to remember exactly when anything was anymore. <laughs> like, yeah. Some point last year. Yeah, so he had a record out last year called The Cell on yeah, 2019. He also one in 2018 called The Transition. Both of those were also on a raised tapes. If you know how we usually run this podcast, like one of us starts interchangeably each week you will you may have noticed that i have now started this week and last week and i was originally planning to end the podcast with that which would have been a sublime end to the show uh, it is what ends his record it is just fabulous and if you're into that sort of music and more upbeat i've got some almost techno-ish modern classical for thursday do come join the patreon patreon.com forward slash independent music podcast and you will get your access to the show on thursday via zoom it is going to be fun great and the reason why we've swapped around is because i have an 18 minute song and I was originally going to only play six, seven minutes of it, but the way it builds and the way it goes, there's just, there isn't really a good way to cut it, I felt. So I thought that we'd go full fat and stick it on the end. And if you enjoy it, then you can dive in for every last minute of it. And if it's not your cup of tea, well, you've had a great podcast and you can listen to something else. It is the sounds of Nakul Krishmurthy. They're an indie musician and releasing on Cafe Otto's Tokoroku label, who have getting somewhere towards 100 releases now. And it might be going under some people's um, radar because you won't find them on Bandcamp or anything like that because they're doing it only from their own website as a way of uh, saving money and fees, basically. It does make sense. Bandcamp's a wonderful, wonderful resource, and I think it's brilliant, but they do take quite a lot of money. So if you want to get the maximum money to the artists just doing it on their own platform is the way to do it. I listened to a bunch of their releases and I decided that this is the one that I wanted to play. They're an Indian uh, musician sort of mixing Indian classical tradition with experimental sounds. And I think this is a really, really wonderful track. I am now going to attempt to say the title of the song. It's about 25 characters long. And maybe Gareth thought I was going to bail. Or maybe he thought I was going to say, Gas, you do it. But no, I'm going to do it. But just before I do it, I'll just say thank you for listening. We'll be back with you next week. Pass it on to all your friends. Give us nice reviews, Patreon, etc. Because I thought it only apt that I, the last second of this me speaking is me trying to say this. This track is called Anud Hataham Mud Hatahasvarethan. <laughs> 